Salutations, listeners. See Valas Vallejo. Vala Bagulis. Nanu, nanu. Thank you for tuning in. This is Three Men in a Basement, and we are the Ultra Crepidarians. My name is Colin McLeod. Mark Hulp here. Action Jackson. Xmas Flaxen Jackson Waxen. Waxen. With ex- extra waxing. He's waxing. Mm. <laughs> he waxing like a surfboard. Uh, in this podcast, we review Smooth movies. Like a baby. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> in this podcast, we review movies and we deliver to you, the listener, the active listener, the person who's not going to turn off this podcast because they're listening so hard. Don't you dare. Don't touch that dial. Wow. Did I just date myself? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't adjust your television set. Wow. UHF. Uh oh. We control the vertical. Yeah. We control the horizontal. Channel 3 for video games. Uh, yeah. So we, you, the listener, we like to give you an average schmuck's opinion about hidden gems in the wild world of cinema. In this show, we try and target movies that are not total blockbuster smashes and ones that are not so obscure that you couldn't get your hands on a copy even if you wanted to. Instead, we like to aim for that delightful sweet spot of movies that are right in the middle. We like to aim for films that, uh, in our experience, too few people have seen. Or maybe you've seen it and you haven't seen it in a while and you can't really remember it. Or maybe you heard about it, you're pretty sure you want to see it, but you need a little encouragement. That's where we come in. That's that's our business. That's our job. Yeah. Don't you do that. We do that. We do the hard labor for you. The hard labor of watching films and then delivering to you an opinion about whether or not you should see them. Sometimes we use Lamaze. Sometimes we don't. Yes, we have been known to use Lamaze. <laughs> we will, we will. Rock you? I was going to say rock you, and then I was trying to come up some yeah. clever, like, watching movies. That's pretty clever. That's, you know, that's a song. Leave it all Uh, so, um... I'm gonna, I'm gonna put one foot in front of the other. And I'm gonna walk us back. I'm gonna walk <laughs> us right back to that intro. Right, walk us right back to the intro. And uh, yeah, we watch movies and we let you know if you should see them. Um, this week on the podcast, buckle up, fucko, because we watched Meet the Feebles. Wow. So this is a mature podcast, right? Mm-hmm. This is an expl- this is an explicit podcast. Mm-hmm. So, which is why I led with buckle up, fucko, because. This movie is a lot, perhaps for the slightly more mature viewer, uh, sociopath, raucous. <laughs> yeah, should we just should we just jump into it? Yeah, we just, right, I, I don't know any other let's way. Rip off the proverbial bandaid. Grip it and rip it, fuckos. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got Meet the Feebles, 1989 film, not rated. Oh. That seems appropriate. I would love to see what the MPAA would make of this movie. <laughs> uh, one hour and 37 minutes. Felt longer. Yeah, you know it what? Did. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I got to agree with Jackson there. I So uh, we'll get into opinions later, but it definitely, like, this movie does drag. There are more than a few points in this movie where you'll take appraisal and you'll be like, I, I kind of wish it was moving along a little faster than it is (laughs) yeah there are definite pauses that could be eliminated but i think directorially it was to leave breathing room (laughs) he's probably not wrong there imdb has this as comedy music musical let's 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 hang on first before we get into whether or not that's appropriate music versus musical let's 
let's explore that. Are they different? Okay. Rocky Horror Picture Show, I would say, is a musical. Glee is music. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Well, like like okay. a Disney movie. You know, Disney movies are not musicals, but they often carry with them little ditties. I find it interesting they that you watched this that. movie and went to Disney. There are there are some through lines. Animals. Ver- uh, <laughs> animals. Okay? As in animals. the people who made the movie? No, there are animals in it. Animal crackers in my soup. Monkeys and rabbits loop-de-loop. It's a very loopy movie. <laughs> Um, I, these these animals oh are not God. crackers, and they do they do not go in your soup. No, it was definitely trying to be a comedy, and there were songs. I that, that is an apt and very concise description. I okay. I would amend that for me. I would say it was very clearly a comedy that would not strike a chord with everybody. And again, we're going to get into this a little bit later. But comedy, yes. Music slash musical, yes. I will give it that. Would you give it anything else? Yes. Any I other would, genres? I would not say under any circumstances this is a musical. I have performed in musicals. I have seen musicals. I would not put this on any shelf that those belong on. That's fair. I Maybe. I, I probably would, but I'm going to respectfully disagree and so, say I, I would call it a musical. However, I wouldn't casually put this on any shelf where somebody could unsuspectingly grab it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 this, is, this is the kind of shelf where it's like... If you're coming in for Meet the Feebles, that's what you're coming in for and nothing else. Yeah, you, you need to ask for it, right? So a shelf, it's the good scotch on the... It's it's the movie you get from the guy the in the alley. All right, it's not the good scotch, is but it's, the the, it's definitely... It's, it's, no, no, you know what? No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not the good scotch. scotch. It is the pochine. It is the moonshine under the bar. The stuff that, like, they're not legally allowed to sell. If you ask for it and you ask with enough conviction, they'll sell it to you and they're not going to sell it to you like... This is the bootleg shit that comes in a bottle with no label. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm saying like if I if I had a fucking wall of movies, this would be the movie, one of the many, one of the few, whatever, that is not just available for casual browsing. You come in and request this and I will give it to you. You need but a prescription. You need a prescription. This is the secret <laughs> shelf after you see this movie for sure. Okay, so uh, as far as like adding other genres to it, I do feel like this falls into like a category of movie that is like, um, and I, I'm not sure if, if there's a word for it, but like it's a shocking, like it's a shock movie. Like I would say Tarantino yes. is the word for it. Well, Tarantino <sighs> has class. Tarantino does. True. He's a little bit True. more streamlined, I think, than this. This is this is gripping and ripping. This is this is balls to the wall, like. Like, like a House of a Thousand Corpses. This is not House of a Thousand Corpses, but in the same way that that movie is like intentionally shocking, this movie is also intentionally alarming. Yeah, it does. you're right. It, it relies on shock factor. It fucks your brain. Uh, yeah, it's, its goal was to like... Disturb. Disturb, <laughs> yeah. And like, it's the kind of thing where it's like, if that's your thing, which... I'm not gonna say it's not mine. I feel like if you, <laughs> I feel like if you have a thing, it's probably in this movie. Oh, any of those kind of things, yeah, for sure. But okay, okay. So back to the genres. Did, did they miss anything? Uh, it's um, it's a puppet movie. Yeah. So we really didn't say that. Movie. And actually, it's funny. The second you went, uh, I was gonna jump in there after you were done and be like. We didn't mention that this entire movie is done with puppets. Yeah. So, if that is considered a true genre, then, yeah, it's a puppet movie. I would argue that Muppets and puppets are 100% a genre. Yeah. 
I, I would buy it. I, I feel like if somebody came up to me and, like, tried to make that argument, I wouldn't need a great deal of convincing. Yeah. Well, if someone were to describe the movie Team America to me without ever mentioning puppets... Yeah. That's a that's a good comparison. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's one of those movies that I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm totally down to watch this. And then I find out that it's 100% puppets... I feel like that's a hard left turn that I wasn't expecting. A hard, so, a hard left wing, if you will. Yes. We'll get to that. At, yes. That's a pre-spoiler. That was not me being political. That was me parroting a quasi-political joke. We could get political, but we don't have time for that. All that to say, I feel like puppets is 100% a genre and definitely attracts a certain audience. Yeah, like this is sort of like a sequel to Muppets Take Manhattan. Basically, yes. yeah, it's basically a shot-for-shot shot remake of Muppets Take Manhattan. It's yeah. Muppets Take Broadway. Right, right. It's like Muppets Take Beirut. Or Muppets Take Heroin and then get lost and you don't ever find them again. Yeah, Muppets Take... Oh, they take, found him. Muppets Take Acid <laughs> found him. and you didn't want to. <laughs> die like Elvis. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, so let's, let's get into the description so you know what the fuck we're talking about. <clears throat> Multiple animals and insects experience the sleazier side of show business while working on a variety show. Yeah. That is an incredibly apt and not revealing description. The only thing that I would add that is also not revealing, it doesn't like change anything. Well, two things. The first thing I would add is it's sort of a day in the life kind of movie where like they follow a whole bunch of different characters as they all share sort of like a collective thing that they're doing, right? Uh, The second thing I would add, which is very important for understanding what the fuck this movie is, is it's basically the Muppets on just like heinous amounts of drug, sex, and rock and roll. It's basically like a nasty, sleazy, gritty version of the Muppets. Another big thing, moving on further into the IMDb specs, another thing to know about this movie which is super important to know, is it was written and directed by motherfucking Peter Jackson. Peter, Peter Jackson. PJ, of, PJ, PB&J. Of, of Lord of the Rings fame. Like what? You know, and, and this is... Oh, uh, excuse me. Of Dead Alive fame. Oh, of Mortal Engines fame. Sir. Sir. Right. 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 Um, I don't understand Peter Jackson's trajectory in Yes, life. you do. Yes, you do. This doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand. So, let me explain it to you. Would it be conceivable that I made this movie? Yes. Yeah, okay. So, like, if if you watch this movie and you're like, okay, which of your friends probably made this? It would definitely be Colin. Okay, okay. But but then I wouldn't follow that up with, which of my friends is gonna shoot a freaking Tolkien movie? Again, if you had to choose one, though. I mean, <laughs> not the guy that just did this. It's okay. If, if you had to choose one, the guy who's gone into Tolkien's deep catalog and created several hundred Lord of the Rings and Silmarillion and like deep catalog style memes. That's fair. Like, it's still. Do you remember when I sent you 50 fucking Silmarillion memes after I reread it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure my <laughs> so, phone is still pinging. All right, so, so. Let's put this together. Which of your friends would make this movie? I, I, Which of I, your friends would... <laughs> I feel like I have two friends that would make this movie, and I only have one of them that would follow it up with the Lord of the Rings. We- and that is Colin. Oh, okay. I was, I was, like, I was waiting with bated breath. Like, okay. The other okay. is Kyle. I Hi, think, Kyle. I think you might be talking about me, but I'm not sure. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so who stars in this uh, this big budget? Literally nobody. <laughs> nobody you've heard ever of. heard of. No, I'm, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, these are brilliant, talented people. But let's say that their their careers perhaps are less notable than the cast of the Lord of the Rings. Fair, that to, is, fair to say? That is more than fair Fair to, to say. say. Okay, so basically everybody who's in this movie because of the connection to Peter Jackson was also in Dead Alive, which came out three years later, and also had bit parts in Lord of the Rings as like minor characters or voices and stuff like that. Because so, he already had their phone numbers and it was easier to cast them than it was to find new people. And they're talented, delightful Kiwis. Yeah, nobody was hiring them after this movie came out. Except yeah, for the guy that I'm helped not, them make I'm not it. I would say, say that's fair to say. I'm not saying that if I were them, I would put this movie on my, my resume. But what I am saying is that I wouldn't put it on my resume. <laughs> I've worked a lot of jobs. There are several that I would never mention that I did. Oh, yeah. No, you did things. Yeah, I've done things. And stuff. With people. In places. And stuff. And stuff. We... I'm very concerned for you right now. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> Are we still talking about the Feebles? Uh, yeah. You know what? Let's, sure. Let's, uh... We're talking about some of the stuff that happened in the Feebles. Get back to them Feebles. Uh, okay, so, now, I've got a very important question for you, gentlemen. Oh, God. And I need you to respond honestly. Uh... I don't know if I can. Would you recommend this movie? Nope. Do you want to expound? You want to think that? about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Zero hesitation there. I I don't think that I would inflict this movie on people that I don't care about. Hmm. Hmm. See, now I'm gonna, I'm going to take a different angle here. Yeah. And uh, what, what did you you said? Nope. I said nope. Okay, I'm going to go. That's four letters, one syllable. Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna break that up a little bit. Yeah. And I'm going to say uh, a not at all. Fair. That's three syllables. Yes. All right. <clears throat> so, how much did you love this movie, Mr. Jackson? Um, well, yeah, see, okay, there are parts of this movie that I didn't hate. Like when you got up to use the restroom? Yeah, that's one of them. Um, <laughs> another part of this movie that I didn't hate was the parts with music in it. You know, it, not all the music was terrible. It, it wasn't all terrible. In fact... Let's um, not go too spoilery. Yeah, the the G-O-L in particular was very enjoyable both times. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. The G-O-L. Yeah. But is, is that like... That's like AOL. Like, exactly. Yeah. But, with like this, but this is... You've uh, got mail. Gemini Online? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Prior to America Online. Hmm. Okay. okay. I mean, it was 89. Okay, so... Total fucking aside here, but did you guys know that the You've Got Mail guy was the husband of one of the engineers that was responsible for, like, developing America Online? Like, I did they, know that. Like, they were, like, trying to figure out what the hell... They wanted, like, a like a soundbite, and her husband, I think, was a voice actor, and she, like, came home, and she was like, why don't you just, like, try some shit? And he was just like, You've Got Mail! And then she played in the boardroom the next day, and they were like, Oh, yeah, let's do More it! specifically, he wasn't a voice actor. He was actually the voice of the New York subway. So the guy that says... Please stand behind the white line, or doors opening now, or mind the gap. <laughs> he just, just took a holiday in London and decided to give them mind the gap. <laughs> so the guy that did that shit is the voice of America Online. You're welcome. 
I feel like I want that to be my life. Uh, I couldn't help but notice that nobody has asked me whether or not I would recommend it. Yeah, so... we were dreading that. Hey, Colin, <laughs> um, what do you think about this movie? Um, I await with bated breath. <laughs> Uh, I'm dying to know. The suspense I... is killing me. <laughs> All right, so if I'm giving a like a full on binary thumbs up, thumbs down, I'm gonna give this movie a thumbs down. I'm gonna say don't don't go and see it. Thank God. I was um, worried. I'm saying that because in thumbs up, thumbs down, in my opinion, you need, to, you need to cast the widest net, right? What bucket are most people gonna fall in? And most people are gonna fucking hate this movie. Yep. I've got gripes with this movie, but. To be perfectly honest, they're really fucking shallow gripes. Like, I think this movie really drags. This is coming from a person who owns this movie. I do own this movie. Uh, To be fair, I've only seen this once since. Uh, This came at the recommendation of my old manager at the cinema. I'm not going to call him out explicitly in case he doesn't want to be called out, but he insisted that I go and watch this movie. Do you think he was fucking with you? Do you think he Oh no, he was very into this movie. Uh, okay, so, yes. Admittedly, this is not the best movie. Um, if you are the kind of person who can watch something and not get offended by anything. At all. At all. And I mean... Anything. Like, literally anything. You actually might like this movie. It's way over the top. Like we said, it's shock factor. It's trying to get a rise out of you, right? It's trying to go beyond where you're comfortable. If you can take your humanity, your morality, and your... um, Excuse me, my what and my what? Your humanity and morality. Your conscience, perhaps? Yeah, conscience is another another good one. What are these... You guys are just throwing around, like, syllables. It's true. It will fracture your constitution. And your constipation. That is the document that was drafted by Jesus when he founded America. That's math. I don't believe that's correct. What do you know, commie? I mean, I do have blue hair. Right. As a result of watching this movie. (laughs) It actually went went reverse. Like, normally if somebody gets, like, really terrified, their hair turns white. Your hair started white, went black, and now it's blue. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but it's not good. So fear makes your hair turn white. Stress makes your hair turn gray. This turned blue. Take from that what you will. From that end, my hair now matches my glasses. Which I thought he was going with a different thing when he was talking about matching. But mm. anyway, uh, it also matches my circling, asshole. Circling back, yes, I would not recommend this movie in, to in, in general. No, I wouldn't say to anyone. In general, there's a very niche. There's a sliver. very fucking niche population. Like five that I would. people. Like four people, because I'm like dis- I'm, I'm one excluding of them. myself. Yes, there's like four people. No, I really do think that if you like shit that's really shocking, and you know, I shouldn't say really shocking. Like it's not a fucking snuff film, but like, uh, yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, I think that's included. And in fact, I'm pretty sure it's referenced. It is as it being being actually snuff explicitly film. called. So out you want to try? What else? Uh, they're what pu- else they're do you puppets. Want to they're puppets. There, Colin. They're puppets. <laughs> Um, All still, of this was rationalized by saying, "Hey, don't worry, they're just puppets. They're not real people." I okay. Here's the thing: is like I want to like simultaneously defend somebody's right to watch 
fucked up shit that was made in 1989 whilst not being the guy who is like actively defending this movie <laughs> you want your cake and you'd prefer to nibble on it too <laughs> exactly but you can't right. that's exactly right that's it's the like... very most you can lick it don't put any of it in your mouth Ugh. you've said that before i have uh today even so all right that's that's my stance Gun to my head, I would say no. But that happened but too. Secretly, just so you know. Secretly, I would say, uh, yeah, no. There's definitely like a small contingent of people who would find this movie entertaining, even though the movie, all of the heinous shit aside, has other pretty severe flaws. Like its timing is terrible, and it, it drags, and it's actually kind of hard to watch because the lighting's really fucking. Yeah, honestly, the the continuity was something that, uh, that I, I just found quite. I was um, like, if you can get past all of like the really fucked up shit, there's all there's other shit to complain there's about. There's also a bad yeah. movie underneath it. Okay, <laughs> so let's let's just start spoiling. Are we gonna yeah. whap, are we gonna blap blap blap? Yeah, let's blap 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 blap. Okay, so. I, I could not tell I don't, you. I don't. Oh my god! Okay, How listen. You? I don't think we can go beat for beat on no, this movie. No. I think what we need to do is give a general idea of like the order of events, and then just start calling out like some of the more like absurd scenes. Was is there that... an order to the events? <laughs> yes. Okay. So like we said, it's Kinda? it's a it's a day in the life, right? So it starts off. A lot like the Muppet Show, right? Where they're like, you know, and it's done and meet the tables. When and he then says it's, like... it's a lot like the Muppet <laughs> Show, it's about thirty seconds of the Muppet Show. Well, and, and even like the main, like the starlet, she's a, she's a hippo. The talent, Heidi. She's very much a um, rotund, voluptuous. Well, what's uh, what's what's that? What's that, pig? what's that pig's name in that Muppet thing? The, the, the she's Miss Piggy. Yeah, Miss. Miss she's Miss Miss Piggy. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like Doctor. Or... <laughs> doctor. Honorable. Doctor. The honorable Miss Piggy. The honorable Miss Piggy. Professor Emeritus. Yeah, I think it was definitely a riff, obviously, on of her. I totally. Mean, and, and really, many of the characters were directly drawn and ripped, from including the, the Rastafarian pianist. Yes, who was Rolf. Yes. And the bunny with bunny aids was, was Kermit. It was not bunny aids, but we'll get to that well, later. Well, well, well. Yeah. It was. For most of the movie, it was. I'm okay. pretty sure it was syphilis. No, it was totally bunny aids. Fair enough. Same difference. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Same difference. I would you get say... it by putting your carrot in the wrong place. <laughs> you don't. You don't put your carrot there. Okay. So, okay, there was a protractor. Uh, don't bury your carrot in those wood chips. No. No, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. Uh, the protagonist, don't remember his name, but he was like some kind of like hedgehog type thing. Robert. Or Wobbert. 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 He was kind of the... I don't even know if I'd call him the protagonist, to be honest. Well, this... so we meet him towards the beginning and he survives to the end. He's a principal character. Yeah, no, for sure. But I think... Yes. Okay. You what? know what? You're at, you're probably you're probably right. If anybody had to be called the protagonist, it would be Wobbert. He's the only like character in this that like you can try to relate to. Yes, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yep. 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 He, with the exception of that worm, Arthur. Arthur. Arf, um, Arfur. 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 Um, the stage manager. Everyone else was a heaping pile of garbage. Oh, literally and figuratively. Yeah. Oh, what was the what was the the poodle? The she poodle was, was Lucille. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. She was, okay. She was redeemable. She also survived. 
in some ways. Uh, oh, this, this, is the, this, this is the thing that I hate in, like, even quasi-endorsing this movie is, like... There's a lot of fucked up shit. Like, morally, I can't defend it. And, like, literally anything you guys say about this movie, I will crumble immediately and say, you're right, it's awful. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. It's, it's a fucking... It's a terrible movie in that, like, it's terrible. Cedric, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Cedric, you deserve this. Oh, he did. He wow. <laughs> wow. Well, that was like the that was the three men in a basement version of like Avada Kedavra. That was aggressive. <laughs> Cedric and I go way back, about a whole week, and I don't appreciate A you whole talking. episode. I don't appreciate you talking to him like that. Cedric, I'm sorry. I love you. God. Please send us another burp envelope. God damn it. Wait, you didn't send us the first. You deserve this movie. That's true. Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> too far. I reversed course. <laughs> we're, uh, hey, uh, Cedric, we're about, uh, we're two episodes in. Still haven't seen any correspondence. <laughs> Dude, talk to us. Come on. I like that I'm getting back up from Mark right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, okay, so. God, we're already off. We're already no, off topic. So, <laughs> so we watched this movie so that you don't have to. Yeah, please don't. Don't. And do it. Don't. don't. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, I, I I am truly with them. Don't watch this movie. Um, if, you have, <laughs> if you have any doubts, I know there's a small group of you that's going like, well, now I've got to see it. Right, right. Uh, it's the okay. same people that watched The Room. Oh, hi, Wait. Mark. So anyway, Mark, how's your sex life? Uh, okay, let's do like rapid fire here. Oh, um, there was a lot of that in this movie, there too. There was a lot of rapid oh fire. God. The talent, the hippo lady, mm-hmm. she is in love with Mr. Bletch, the big walrus guy, and he basically used sex to control her and turn her into the talent. He and also used sex to lost, have a sex with a cat. Yes. Lost yeah. interest in the hippo lady, but didn't break things off because he didn't want to lose the talent and rock the boat. We've got a knife thrower alligator guy who... War vet? Wineyard. Yeah. Like Mark said, he is a Vietnam era war vet. Is he um, a frog or a turtle? That, I think that was an alligator. I, I think he's like an alligator crocodile. Alligator? kind of. Yeah. It was and never he, clear. It, was, it wasn't particularly it's clear. It's fine. But I, I don't think that is... I don't think that, it's crucially important. That's not the bad onion that we need to peel in this movie. Oh, <laughs> gotta uh, love the bad onions. Mark, I can smell your bad onion from yeah, here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she be blooming. Um. <laughs> you know what? If and when we get merch, she be blooming, bad onion is gonna be... Oh, like 100%. Like okay, so we had this fly character. Don't remember the name. Uh, oh, I got. I forgot to mention the alligator is a heroin addict. Go ahead, yeah, oh, yeah. fly character. Oh yeah, uh, who's like this uh, fly character? That's all. That's that's fucking all. I got. Wow, you no, really, no. you're, you're um, really. Like I mean, a, deep his cut. name, like a, like a his tabloid name reporter. is the fly. Yeah, so he's like a, a tabloid reporter. He's a paparazzi. Yeah, he's a fly on the wall. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. Who else we got? We got uh, we got the the crazy sex rabbit, Harry. Yep. Yep, he was. Hey, who was the who's hair. got rabbit aids. Uh, we already talked about Arthur the Worm. Mm-hmm. Um, Stage manager. Actually, probably favorite character. Honestly, the only one that didn't do something shitty. Uh, he smoked a cigar. Hey, I smoked many cigars. Well, Is that a euphemism? I don't want to divulge that information. <laughs> uh, okay, who else we got? We got, uh, there's like that big weird bulldog thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Who's kinda... tiny? 
Is it Tiny in the Muppets? Yes. Who's the big? Oh yeah, the yeah, big yeah, guy. For sure. For sure. So the bulldog's name is Barry. Man, I don't envy your memory. He's an English bulldog. Yep. Uh, he sings opera. Yes. Also Italian opera. Also the the muscle for um for the walrus man. Although he in a, skipped in leg day operations. in a big way. Yeah, it's weird. He's a little top heavy. Shaped like a Dorito. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was a piece of shit rat. Oh, yeah, Trevor. Trevor was a butthole. Yeah. Trevor was a butthole. Uh, a French you butthole. Know, I honestly, Which means I, it's shaved and bleached. That, honestly, mm. I think that's the lost Hawthorne novel. It, it opens with that line. Trevor was a butthole. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the tightest butthole there ever was. Uh, let's see. What, <laughs> what what were some of Trevor's highlights? The great American novel. Uh, uh, Trevor was a pornographer. Yep. He was a drug he, addict he and dealer. He was a dealer. drug addict and a dealer. A murderer. Um, yeah. Murder was probably the least of his problems. Uh, a, a rapist? Oh, yeah. That was top of the list for me. Yeah. Hey, Colin, this is a terrible movie. Um, <laughs> hey, we established that. Yeah. Trevor was a butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 What else did he do most heinous? Oh, um, he grabbed his crotch while staring at women on stage. Um, that's that's the most heinous thing. No, that's that's, that's like the lightest, the lightest of things. Window um, dressing. We're we're starting at the bottom here. Well, you've already established some pretty. <laughs> Oh, things. he ate that other character that got stepped on? Yep. Oh, wait, wait, wait. We were talking about the walrus now? There were no. a bunch of tribbles. Um, or Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, so there were some fluffy little creatures that resemble tribbles that were trained by an elephant. and As they are. Yep. Okay, if you did not take acid prior to listening to this episode, press pause, go take some, wait a half an hour, come back. Because... Should we put a disclaimer on that? Shit's wild. Welcome back. Now that you're dripping on acid, here we go. So, a bunch of tribbles were squished, and Trevor the Butthole Rat ate one and said something to the effect of... That's good meat, or something like that. Yeah. Some shitty thing. Yeah. Just some... Just awful. Yeah, okay. said something disgusting and moved on. Uh, who else we got? Uh, oh, we had the big elephant thing. He played like a dominatrix kind of like role in like the intro. Yeah, like a gimp role. He had this... Um, but, to be, I mean, haven't we all? We have. Sid. Sid, okay. Sid was like borderline... Okay. Okay, yeah. He didn't do that many shitty things. Yeah. Yeah, you could still count them on one hand, probably. He, he peed on dogs and had a one-night oh. stand with a chicken. God, yeah, that's right, he did. Oh, that was a, that was a good bit, too. But I mean, yeah. come on. Who hasn't? Who hasn't? Oh. Come on, you're from Seattle. It's true. There are many chickens. I don't even, I don't even text them anymore. Well, because they're always clucking. They're always clucking. Okay, we, uh, we covered that. Oof. <laughs> uh, we had the cow. We had, there was a... Oh my god, there Daisy. Was, yeah, there Daisy. was a cow sub. Daisy the porn star with very, very swollen udders. Yep. You said that in a really kind of thirsty way. <laughs> I mean, uh, when you see <laughs> udders like that, and hopefully there you is won't. room for no udder. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully you won't see udders like that because you won't be watching this movie. That's a fact. But when you do watch this movie... Make sure to look out for them swollen udders. Oh, and the lazy eye. Well, you know, 
Wow, that was that's definitely like down on the totem pole of like fucked up things. I so, noticed like, it. And then there's a lazy eye. I, I noticed you wouldn't it. Believe it. Do you know that they swear? All I can say <laughs> is a puppet with a lazy eye is a lazy director. Thanks, Peter. Yeah, Peter. Yeah, Jesus, pumpkin Peter. eater. Peter, eat that pumpkin. Okay. Uh, what else we have? Eat a pie. Do do do. <laughs> Do, do, do. It's so hard to stay on track. This movie's fried my brain. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. We had uh, Rocksteady. Yes. Or Bebop. No, he was the pig guy from Power Rangers. Yeah. Remember okay. that? Didn't they like shoot a whole bunch of submarine sandwiches into his mouth and he exploded? In Power Rangers? Yeah. Probably. I. I distinctly remember this. I have I have a handful of very like clear memories of Power Rangers, and I remember some guy who was like he was basically a pig, but he was kind of like a ball. He was like a ball pig. Yeah. And they they put a whole bunch of subs in his mouth, and he ate them all, and he exploded. And we are sitting here wondering why I find this movie entertaining. Yep, yep, yep. I think it was like a, he was more it's like a warthog, I think. Yeah, he's also uncredited. Mm, wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> Doug Wren, who plays Bletch, is also uncredited. So, Doug, if you're listening, we've found you. And send us a burp envelope. Please. I would love a walrus burp. So, uh, let's just say things get kind of fucking weird and basically everybody's storyline gets worse and worse. Things are dying. Things are having sex. Things are driving through other living organisms. Oh, that's right. They drove through a whale. Yes. I think that was a whale. I think it was a whale. It was Mr. Big. Yeah. Okay. I can confirm that it's a whale, but I can't confirm yet because it is tied to one of my quotes. Okay. So I will confirm that it's a whale. Later. In just a moment's time. Okay. Uh, we got an unconfirmed whale. <laughs> okay, so basically, let's say that everything crescendos, everybody's storyline gets fucking whacked, and it ends with, again, super duper, and I don't mean this in, I feel like I need a, a warning for the warning, but let's say trigger warning, but there is like a very severe scene, keep in mind this movie came out in 1989, of the talent that hippo that we were talking about earlier, using a belt-fed machine gun to mow down basically all of the other feebles in extremely violent circumstance. Yeah. And that is kind of the climax of the movie. Yeah. And then we can sort of land the plane. And I think what we're going to do is I'm going to read through the list that I made that is incomplete of all of the demented aspects of the movie. God, I hope it's incomplete. And you guys can A... Fill in the gaps, and B, we can talk about the scenes. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rattle this off. Are we ready? Fucking no, we're not ready, but we're here. Buckle We've never up. Never been ready, but I swear to God. Uh, okay. So I'm gonna. I, I said this when we started, and I'm gonna say it again. Buckle up, fucko. Like racing harness. Buckle up. Like we're talking cross straps and the lap. And we will go back into these. But here's what we got: AIDS rabbit. Oh my God. Racist puppets. What the fuck? Uh, Interpuppet sex. Yep. Yep. A lot of that. Panty sniffing. Oh. oh yeah. Okay, okay. I'm gonna quick aside. I'm so bad. My handwriting is so bad that it might take me a second to read some of these things because That's I'm fair. trying to read my own scribble in a dark room. Uh, puppet porn. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. A head stuck up its own ass. Yep. Oh yeah. That, was that a happened. One. That was uh, a good one. Yeah. 
Yeah, real good. Poop eating flies? Yeah. Uh, that is a that is a fly that's eating poop. That is not um it's literally that is not poop that is eating flies. Because I'm sorry to say that needed clarification. We, we gotta be accurate with this. Puppet drug trafficking. Oh, so much of that. Puppet roofies and date rape. Yeah, oh. that happened. Full puppet frontal. Um yeah. Full Monty. Puppet overdoses. Yep. Quite a few. Puppet attempted suicide. Yep. Yes. Uh, puppet mob hits. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, driving through rectums. That, that happened. happened. Yep. Puppet mass shootings. Mm-hmm. Big time. And um, this is actually my personal favorite, to be honest. Musical numbers exclusively about sodomy. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. You know, when the sodomy gets lost up in the shuffle... Oh, Sebastian. <laughs> you watched a movie. Oh. All right. So, Colin, first number on your list there was... The AIDS rabbit? AIDS rabbit. AIDS rabbit. Good old Harry. Rabbit AIDS. Yeah. Harry the hare. So, Harry's, like, little story... We were first introduced to him in, in the beginning where he's, like, popping out of this carrot and he's, like, doing a little ditty for the variety show. He's Kermit the Frog, by the way. Yep. More or less, yeah. A random character happens to be walking by his dressing room, looks in, and he's in the middle of some kind of weird rabbit... Orgy? Excuse me, sir. He is not just walking by his dressing room. Oh, he was peeping in and... Juicing. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's a good movie. Uh, okay, so that happens. Turns out he starts feeling ill, goes to the vet, finds out he supposedly has rabbit AIDS. They never say this. They just say he's got the big one. The big one. And the big one in 1989... Was AIDS. Was AIDS. Yeah. And, and the Let's just say the depiction of the rabbit suggested that that's what he had. Yeah, he. So from that point on, he's just like deteriorating. His fur is matted and slimy. And he's got pustules which explode on his mirror in an extremely grotesque fashion. Yep. So theoretically, if we were to get merch, he's got pustules would also be like a pretty decent t shirt. I would wear it. I would probably wear it as well. Yeah. Uh, if we made it a crop top, I'd be down. Yeah, I... Yeah, you know what? Oh, here's the thing. Okay, right? Nothing wasted. We create the first double crop top. I'll, I'll take the bottom half. You take the top half. And I'll just kind of wear sort of as a loop just I around, around my, I my lower it's, side. It's like a cummerbund, but that's, above the waist. That's exactly right. I it's a cummerbund. It. All right, so... We've reinvented the cummerbund. <laughs> I love it. And bringing it back. Like, I mean, come on. Hey. Was, the last time we saw a cummerbund is fucking, like, 1980s weddings. As JT would say, we're bringing sexy back. Yeah. Nothing sexy about this movie. Double, uh, double cummerbund. Double cummerbund. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, so... Double rabbit, bun. Turns <laughs> out, Rabbit does not have Rabbit AIDS. Gets super excited running around telling everybody like he's clean or whatever and he gets his head blown off yep, and then he's shot by the hippo at the end okay what else we got uh okay so this one we're gonna be on for a while but but racist puppets oh my god okay so let's let's recap the racism let's talk about the racism. all right so we talked about the uh the alligator who's a, a war vet let's actually rewind that a little bit further because there was another series of racist puppets there were in the Smoky where Jazz Bletch Club meets Heidi. Smoky Jazz Club where Bletch meets Heidi. And we're another series of racist puppets, and I'm going to let the imagination of the listener fill in the gaps as to what type of racist puppets might exist in a Smoky Jazz Club circa 1945. Yep. 
flash forward, we've yeah. got a whole new set of exciting and racist puppets for you in the Vietnam flashback. Winyard the Frog. Oh my god. So obviously we had some Asian stereotypes in that one. Mm. Uh, what else we got? We had, uh, oh, we, we had the Indian man. Yes. The guru? The guru, yeah. The Gandhi insert? Yeah, he was. that was a real racist depiction. Of yes, a, it was. man from that locale. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have not spent enough time on the racist Asian puppets. I, I feel like we need to like, go back to the like Viet just Kong. real quick we need to explore the like squinty eyes and like uh, the, like the, oh, buck, the, the the buck teeth the uh, buck teeth and stereotype. the fact that they were just speaking gibberish and subtitling it as Vietnamese that so I'm I'm really like hammering home the like you straight up cannot be offended by anything anything if you watch at this movie. all if you're offended by anything in the world you probably should not in fact I, I i guarantee you should not if you can look yourself in the mirror you probably shouldn't watch this movie yeah that's a fact if you're a vampire you'll love it get it because they have no reflection <laughs> i do get it but also i don't accept the fact that all vampires are categorically racist that is an outdated trope and i really resent you for bringing that up okay most vampires are better than that but they're European. There is, there is a small subsection of vampires that are, yes, horribly racist. And it's definitely all of the ones with double fangs. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's I hey, but hey, listen. Some of my some of my best friends have double fangs. I'm just saying. That's fair. But all of That's them are fair. bad. Yeah. All of them are bad. Yeah. Okay, so we covered the, the, the racism. <laughs> Mark, Mark's just trying to march us <laughs> off. God just, damn it. Right. So okay, so we covered the, you know, we covered the races, but but I, I did cut you off. There is definitely a super fucking racist Indian depiction. Maya. <laughs> oh yeah, this was the this was the dude that got his his head. Oh, you mean he got his head stuck up his ass inside of his um a noose. <laughs> Inside, uh, inside his pooper. There was a noose in this movie, by the way. There was. Uh, so we'll we can that. actually no, we can we can cover that right now. That was the that was the uh, the puppet attempted suicide. Okay. Mm. So this is another through line for the whole movie. Uh, the talent, as we as we we talked about, Heidi, Heidi. the hippo. Um, we hear her backstory. You know, she was you know a young starlet, starlet perhaps. Yeah, who gets picked up by the producer, falls in love with him, top of the moon, and. Over the course of her career, she starts gaining weight. She starts, you know, being ridiculed. And uh, aging, God forbid. Yeah, I can't do that. Everybody knows that. <laughs> I'm doing all of these things. Why? Did I have a choice? Good point. Yeah. Um, When she finds out that her beloved walrus oh is good old bletch doing it with the cat she has a well it doesn't, doesn't sit well with her and that's the catalyst oh I, I you know what i'm getting ahead of myself she finds out about the uh, it's not even an affair she finds out about her love she tries to kill herself that doesn't work and when she's trying to kill herself again the cat walks in and is like just being a being a bitch yeah so the the pussy hussy that uh pussy yeah, the pussy. The, the pussy. Gotta love the pussy. She <laughs> walks in on Heidi the hippo with a belt-fed machine gun. Yeah, I was trying to be more specific than that. Uh, light machine gun. Do you ever see Rambo? The shit he's got tucked up under his arm yeah, with the fucking the good old belt LMG of with the belt of ammunition. She's got that in her hippo mouth. Oh yeah. Yep. 
and she's trying to pull the trigger and the cat reveals to her, oh, if you're going to kill yourself, you should probably take the safety off. At which point Heidi flips the gun around and wastes the poor cat in the doorway, leaving very little behind. And then goes on a killing spree, eliminating, I would probably say about 90% of the feebles in the variety show. But to be fair, it did bring an end to the movie. So... It did. It did. I will uh, celebrate that. I'm just going to like, I'm, I'm going to take it aside here and say like, if the first fucking email that we get on this podcast after 25 episodes is some internet fucking cuck asshole going, yeah, this is the gun you're talking about. This is the 650. And you're like, I, I'm, I'm going to fucking lose it. You can blame me. I'm, it's I'm my gonna, fault I'm gonna, entirely. I'm going to hunt that motherfucker down. And I am going to scold him terribly. I'll wag a finger. You know what? I'm going to be like, you, you bitch. I'll even take it a step further. I will tie all of the shoelaces of your shoes to other shoes. All right, well, let's not. Okay, My that's, God. That's a little, that's a little extreme. Let's not, let's not get crazy. All right, I will tie two of the shoelaces of your shoes to other shoes. All right, that is appropriate. All right, guys, let's talk about the puppet sex. Oh, wow. Let's which, puppet sex. Which puppet sex? I which, know. Which right? iterance of right? the sex are you referring to, uh, good old Mark? Okay, so let's, let's good break it down Mark. here. We had cow and like an anteater. With a cockroach. Oh. Then an anteater. Okay, so yes, we had cow, Dennis. cockroach. Cow ant eater. We had walrus cat. We had wait. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We had walrus cat vage, and we had walrus cat falash. This is true. And and I actually wrote down if you ever wanted to see a cat puppet filleting a walrus puppet, this is your movie. Yeah. And don't talk to me. <laughs> If that's what you wanted to see. There's also a distinct possibility that we're going to get a furry following this episode. I've heard that furries are actually good people. They I'm are. Not, I'm not like, I'm not like you know, fucking. Why are, you, why are you hating furries? I'm I, not hating on furries. I, I know a few. Furries. They're delightful. I, I have. They're I also have, very fun to pet. I have no, I have, <laughs> I have no issue with flur- furries. Flurries? Flurries. We get a lot of those listen, in Michigan. Listen, Dairy Queen and people who dress up in animal costumes are both fine by me. Dairy does not prefer being called but, a queen. Pretty, we, pretty uh, sure. Dairy the Queen? Pretty sure. It's on the business license. No. Uh, uh, okay. But. Who else? I, what I, I, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. I got to clear the air with the furries. <laughs> make sure we don't. Make you sure, already ruined it with Make the sure we don't isolate any other quarters of the population. Jackson already lost this Alabama. Um, so, yes. I've got nothing, no issue with you if you're a furry. However, this is not strictly a furry podcast. You can be a fan even if you're not. And, and even if you are. I mean, all three of us are pretty furry. Mark. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Mark. Forgetting that this is an audio <laughs> recorded podcast. Forgot that you, on the other end of the microphone, cannot see, see. him scratch his beard. <laughs> Don't. Yeah. Tell them what they can and can't see. Mark. You don't know that. Your beard is glorious. Don't anyone ever tell you otherwise wait who said that he just i'm just saying you can't see with the with the, with the scratching on the on with the, the scratching and the, the, the pudding okay so they're mocking me right now because they can actually grow beards <laughs> i I've, I've i've grown it a bit but like really what just happens i end up looking like a homeless guy and relatable you know 
Yeah, but there's no dignity in mine. I would I'm, like I'm to, a blue homeless guy, so I mean... I would like to circle back to the fact that I was genuinely only trying to say that the people listening cannot see Mark scratching. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say that they you don't know that. But let's stay on point. What other animals were having sex with other animals? Good call, good There call. was a cow with a cockroach and an anteater named Dennis. Okay, we, we covered them, though. Let's, yep. let's make it a little bit more exotic here. We yep. got walruses and cats, walruses and hippos. Cows, cockroaches, anteaters. Did he just, is he yeah, still yeah, going with still the same thing? Yep. I, think you... I just I can't let go of the big udders, man. Yeah, well, you got to let go of one udder. <laughs> You can't hold on to that udder forever. It's like my mother used to tell me. You can't hold on to that udder forever. Okay, so let's interpuppet sex. If we, we gotta go we, to an udder. Well, subject. no, we had rabbit and rabbit. Oh, oh that's no, 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 true. no, 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 no. We no, had a no. rabbit. No, we had orgy. rabbit, 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 rabbit. Say that three times fast. That's, that's true. You did. Uh, was that it though? Because I, I really want to make sure I that we covered. Like there was more. Circle back. There was circle definitely back. more. In fact, there was a rat that was raping a poodle. I did not like that. It's, that was not my favorite scene. No, I, I didn't did enjoy like that. that at all. I did not like. This is a terrible movie. I don't. Yeah, this, this is okay. This is, all right. Uh, I I would. All right. Let's this... let's move on to something a little bit more tame. Panty oh. panty sniffing. Oh yeah. Oh the uh, anteater. Yeah. The gotta ant- love Dennis. Was that Dennis? Oh. Dennis is the anteater that was a panty sniffer and Look, came can we, can out we just, of his. Trunk. Can we can we write him off as a menace? Um, I would count him as a menace. Yeah, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. so Dennis was a menace. Yeah. And he... Mr. Wilson! Mr. Wilson! Mr. Wilson! You know what? That's a good movie. That uh, is a good movie, unlike this movie. Yeah. But... There were those... Sex two. was also in this movie. Yeah. In that movie, the bad guy was played by Christopher Lloyd, who also played Doc Brown. Who was... Somewhat uh, obscurely referenced slash impersonated in this movie. Ah, uh, brought us full circle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. By okay. Winyard the Frog, the heroin addict, knife throwing Vietnam veteran. As one does. Yeah, we've all been there. Uh, puppet porn. Oh, God. So we, we already kind of we already kind of covered. Yeah, we covered puppet porn. Um, was the was the porn puppet drug trafficking? Um, oh lord okay so the producer i don't know the walrus whatever not to be confused with peter jackson whoa taking shots at my boy over here hey Uh, i'm just saying he produced the movie wrote it yeah he wrote it um okay so they supplement their business by selling what appears to be cocaine or borax or borax uh so there's a lot of scenes within this movie of people either snorting coke or shooting up heroin or suffering the withdrawals of either or. Oh, we've got them snorting borax, and that melts them. Because that melts poor Dennis. Oh, that's puppet drug trafficking. Yep. Okay, moving on. Oh, uh, we, we can't we move covered... on before we talk about the drug trafficking at the docks. Oh, yes. Yeah. So that was another climactic scene in this movie where several characters got their comeuppance. The... Barry the Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's eaten by a spider. There was a drug scene, a, a drug deal scene. That's that's a sequel to that Hawthorne novel. <laughs> Bury the bulldog. It's eaten by a spider. <laughs> oh, that's right. There was a spider. Yeah, along came a spider and gobbled up the bulldog. <laughs> Jesus, what is happening? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I right. said that many times during this movie. This is a tough one. This is one of those movies that like. 
the thing I enjoyed most, perhaps, was watching your reaction to it. I pretty much made the same face the whole time, yes, which was did. various expressions of shock and awe. I was quite a gap. Do you uh, mean aghast? A, a gape? My mouth was? A gape. Okay. Agape. It's a type of Agape. love. Look it up. Didn't I thought this. that was a type of tequila. I feel like somebody listening to this podcast is going to assume I'm very Christian for all of my religious references. <laughs> I mean, I'm a PK, so do with that what you will. A, a psychokinetic? Yes. Oh, Jesus. Is that a Mark, king? he's in the room with us. Okay. Mark, foil hat. Mark shaking. This is not good. This is not good. Uh, just so um, let's just kind of like casually yeah, slip, over slip over puppet roofies. Yeah. Oh, uh, full puppet frontal. Let's just say the hippo was naked for a minute. Yep, uh, big hippo titties. Yeah, puppet. yeah, never seen titties on a hippo. Puppet you know? overdose. Yeah, there are people overdosing. Puppet. Like Elvis on the toilet. Uh, puppet. What is this? Mob hits. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They poured uh, borax down somebody's throat and killed him. Melted him into the floor. Driving through rectums. Yep, they drove through a whale, also That's known as Mr. Big. Mr. Big. There are some who call me Mr. Big. <laughs> See, I got that line. Yeah. Uh, Muppet mass shooting. All right, let's explore that for oh, a second. Oh, Lord. Good so, well, we, well, we don't really don't have to explore it because we did kind of cover it. Like, Heidi got a machine gun and mowed everybody down. The end. Uh, okay, okay. On to my favorite. On to my favorite. I mean, shut the fuck up. Musical numbers exclusively about sodomy. Oh, yes. Discuss. The penises. I don't even know what to say about this scene. <laughs> like, I feel like you guys are teeing me up for something witty, and uh, I I really don't. I, don't. I mean, so, I would rather tee you say, up for something witty than something titty, because we discussed that already. We did indeed. Suffice it to say, the stage manager who... Sebastian. Uh, yeah, uh, the stage manager slash creative director who had no part in any of the goings-on on stage kept dropping hints that he really wanted to sing this musical number He over had a bedazzled top hat. Allegedly. Kind of reminded me of Sir... Was it Sir Didymus? Who was that character? Yes, Sir yeah, Didymus. Abso- absolutely was Sir Didymus yeah. from, from Labyrinth. For, no, whom, that's, for uh, whom my cat is named. Yes, yeah. 100% that is who he was, Mark. High five. Mm. Boom. Wow. Sebastian. That was like an, an amazingly like quick and aggressive high five. Thanks. Those of you listening, that was a good one. Send Mark an email on what you thought of that. Yeah. Dan. Uh, so anyway, he keeps dropping hints that he wants to sing this song, right? It's a song of his own making, his own his own devising. And enough people have died or succumbed to drug overdoses or been squished or had their rectums driven through or any number of myriad. Untimely ends. Untimely ends, exactly. And there are so few people left that he actually gets to do his musical number. And... It begins with a little ditty, <laughs> and the first line ends in, and that's why I love sodomy. <laughs> oh in God. case any of you were wondering, Sebastian is a fox, and what the fox indeed does say is, that's what I love about sodomy. <laughs> that's why they nobody talks to him. Yep. That's why nobody knows what the fox really says. Exactly, because nobody listened. Bunch of perverts foxes oh i was i was gonna say the and colin the other people are prudes but yeah all right i mean i always knew what the fox said i didn't realize that like everybody was unaware 
<laughs> uh, so yeah, musical numbers exclusively about sodomy. Yep, checked Covered off. That. Checked off the list. Uh, that's all I've got. What am I? What did I miss? Everything. Um, flies living in a toilet and developing photos oh, in the oh, toilet oh, tank. Oh, we we skipped right over uh, poop eating flies. Oh yeah, fly, the fly eats poop. Yep. There you go. The end. Yeah. The end. Yep. The fly is a pooperazzi. Oh, oh! Oh my God! You're right. Never made that connection. Oh my God! This movie is much deeper than I gave it credit yeah. for. Yeah, it's deep in the toilet. This is a good movie. This, this is not. a good you, movie. It's not. You have swayed I've made him. the connection. It is not a good movie. The Do poop-parazzi. not listen to Mark. He's on drugs. Oh my word! I wish after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. So let's keep the ball rolling. And then if you guys come up with anything else, we'll circle back. All right. Um, I'm asking this seriously. I know we joke a lot about this movie, but seriously, what did you like about this movie? I liked the end. When it ended? Yep. (laughs) Yep, yep. You know, I will say, I liked that this movie had at least some semblance of continuity. And I will defend that fact by saying there was motive for a lot of the acts conjugated. It's a weird choice of words. Yeah. Uh, it's a specific choice of words. Well. There were a lot of conjugal acts in this movie. Um, I will say this. In the context of putting on a Broadway show, there is a lot that we don't know about behind the scenes. I would like to believe that none of the things we witnessed in this movie happened behind the scenes, but I feel like that is not entirely inaccurate. I would say about 90% of it is inaccurate. I believe that there are a lot of drugs involved. But I will say the movie delivered an image that will stay with me for a very long time. I think we're getting tattoos. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> no, tattoos of the movie. I don't know all, if I would be us. on board with that. All of us. Well, it's no, already kind of, it, it's, it's in the brain. It's, Jackson, this is not like a. We're not presenting this as like a, a, a choice for you. It's this already is, happened. This has happened. So, oh, Mark, okay. Mark has submitted to a tattoo artist what we're getting, and we're just we're just gonna get it. Are oh. there drugs involved? There are gonna be drugs tattooed on your body. Man, I thought this. Was... Are there drugs prior to the tattoos? Because I mean, I'm on board with that. I thought this was when you say tattoo. I thought it was more like a mental scarring. Like good luck going to the zoo now and, and having a good time. Yeah, there's definitely some <laughs> retinal tattoos going on. Yeah, you can't enjoy I'm the see this in Ret- my sleep. Retinal tattoo, new band name. Call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, okay, something I liked. I in with Norwegian sex dungeon. Uh, there was. Um, okay, so the things that I liked. Um, well, there. Um, remember that there was the. Uh, but like in the. Um, I can't think of anything. That's his, seriously. <laughs> no, that's his thinking. You can't think voice. of a thing, single thing you, you like about this movie. No. Okay. So. This I would like to I would like to point out that both of you laughed several times during this okay, movie. Okay, so this movie <laughs> is a stink bomb that you throw in a grocery store and you have a good time watching everybody else like just sniff and leave the area and you can sit here and you can giggle. So, yes. But that's I, something you like. <laughs> like yes. a fart in an elevator. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I, I all of these things funny. <laughs> Am I glad to have seen it? No. Am I glad to have <laughs> some? Am I glad to now have a movie in my back pocket that I can suggest somebody watch if I'm never going to see them again? Yes. 
It's like a like a little hidden like a shank. Am you I know? glad to have a new bottom to my rankings to say, well, at least it's not this movie. All right. I'm not telling you what your bottom is, but I know for a fact this movie is not your bottom. God damn it, you're right. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh, things I liked. Um, <laughs> I honestly, I, I really like, I like the concept. I like the, I'm, is, I, I'm a huge Muppets fan. I think it's super awesome. I love the idea that somebody would be like, yeah, but what if they were like really fucking seedy and gritty and they sort of had the edge? Like, let's not just make them real. Let's make them fucking I don't know. the I worst of the worst. I preferred Treasure Island. I mean, again, i a huge Muppets fan. I fucking love them. But this was a creative take on, on the Muppets. Okay, I'll, I'll concede that. This was creative. I did not expect it coming. I have not seen anything like this before. And so for that reason alone... I can appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that. Uh, another thing I would like to call out are the special effects. We've talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast. But oh, practical I am, effects. I am a sucker for practical effects. And this movie was entirely puppets and goo and, you know, fake blood and all that shit. And it was not like there was nothing even close to CG. Not that they would have been able to afford CG for this fucking movie in 1989. I think this movie was made for like $20. But that's the thing is like, I love that. Whether it was out of necessity or a conscious act. I fucking love it. And I will say as a sort of part B to that, I love the fact that the practical effects that we saw in this movie... And in Dead Alive, I know, I know for a fucking fact, even though I've never heard it, play a direct role in the practical effects we saw in the original Lord of the Rings trilogy in the early 2000s. I know for a fact that the practical effects of the orcs and actually using like real props, Peter Jackson cut his teeth on movies like this. And that's what brought the sort of special feeling and the very dialed in and practical feeling of the Lord of the Rings. That's what made it what it was, right? And I think the distance from movies like this that we got with The Hobbit and also probably the influence of large studios who wanted to go cheaper, I think is the reason why you can you can still... I mean, you're talking about movies separated by like 10 plus years. You can see the difference in the two, in the quality. And the difference in many respects is the practical effects. And the practical effects that Peter Jackson brings to the table were born out of these movies. Are you, and when you say that the difference, you're comparing like the Hobbit trilogy to the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Yeah. Like I'm, like I'm saying, yeah. I'm not going to just like slog the Hobbit. It had certain redeeming aspects to it. But like, I think we can all agree that like the rampant overuse of CG in the Hobbit movies ruined like, it for me. Ruined it. I mean, it fucking took me right out of it. I could hardly watch it just because of the CG. And the thing that I disliked the most about the Hobbit was the thing that I loved so much about Lord of the Rings, right? When there was an orc. It was a fucking person in orc makeup roaming around doing their fucking thing. You know, like, yes, they use CG in, in Lord of the Rings. I understand that. But, like, they used it so sparingly and with such intention that even 20 years later, it looks fucking amazing. And what I'm saying is the practical effects that made the original Lord of the Rings trilogy what it was came indirectly from Peter Jackson's experience on movies like this and Dead Alive. Even though they were silly and over the top, I think this was the bastion of those those effects. 
Well, you went deeper into that than Bletch did into his feline hooker. Uh, she was not a hooker. She did that of her own volition. That's true. No money changed hands. No, yeah, no money. Things changed hands, but not ugh, money. Ugh. Okay, so I, I, I can appreciate that angle, though. That, like, if there is ever a reason to watch this movie, it's just to appreciate it as an early piece in Peter Jackson's career. And, you know, you can see how far he's come. You, I can appreciate that. That this is a piece of history, a piece of Peter Jackson's history. So piggybacking, one other thing that like the, that I would like to point out is like I feel like the writing in this movie, like okay, yes, it was it was crazy, it was bonkers, it was bananas, there was crazy shit happening, but I feel like there was wit. I, I w- there was wit, and I feel like there was also sort of like tempo and subtlety is not the word I'm looking for, but like it wasn't just like let's think of the fucking craziest thing we can think of no. and just like do that it was like it was there was a slow burn there was and then definitely... it sort of it slowly got crazier and crazier and like they could have done crazier things but they didn't because they were still trying to make a fucking movie there right there was definitely nuance to it and they were trying to stay in the vein of what are some of the craziest things that happened backstage to a broadway production or to a tv yeah. production yes yes you know what do what do celebrities do to blow off steam what do stars do uh, when they're not on screen or on stage. Mm-hmm. And and there was definitely some of that going on. I mean, we obviously know that there's drug use and sex, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll in the Hollywood sector. Uh, so th- I think that was part of the image that they were trying to convey or that Peter Jackson was trying to push on this movie. And I feel like a large part of it was him saying, hey, there's more to these starlets and these celebrities than you would ever believe. If I had to like sum it up in a sentence, I'd feel like knowing the content of this movie, you would expect the writing to be crude. And I think the writing is not as crude as you would think. I would second that. Yeah. yeah, I would I would I would say that that's a very apt description. You would expect a lot more, you know, dick jokes and a lot more fart jokes and a lot more and a lot like less like building, you know, yeah. like a lot less. I mean, it really like there was substance to it. It was really fucking like seedy, gritty, nasty substance. There were substance, several substances involved. There were substances involved. Mm. Um mm. but yeah. Okay. So, and actually Sorry, real quick, going back to something that you said, Jackson, earlier, I think something comparable might actually be, like, Team America World Police. Like, over, yeah. the, over the top, yes. But, like, that movie was still fucking clever. It was still, like, you know... I, I, would, I would definitely agree that Team America World Police, I've watched it multiple times, and it's objectively a ridiculous movie from start to finish, but... There's nuance to it. There's cleverness to it. There's wit to it. Yeah. And it's definitely a passion project because if it were a live action film with the same dialogue, the same writing, it would be taken seriously. But because it's puppets, specifically marionettes, it's a niche movie that hits a a target audience that is expecting ridiculousness. So I've got another question for you. Yeah. Is there anything... That we didn't like. Oh, mm. um, just Sh- should I, hang on. Should I give this another preemptive? Buckle up, fuck up. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> buckle the fuck up. Really, for me, the only parts that I didn't like was the stuff between the beginning and the end. <laughs> um, everything else is pretty good. 
I specifically did not like the rape scene uh, in which Trevor the rat puts a roofie in Lucille the poodle's drink and forces it down her throat and then proceeds to have intercourse. I don't think you're supposed to like that scene. Yeah, you're definitely I don't not. I don't think the goal of that scene is for I definitely you to like didn't it. like that. Um the other scenes that I didn't like um uh, in particular was Bletch having Monica Lewinsky under his desk before Heidi the Hippo walks in. That was a little Monica, on the nose. Monica Mewinsky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whiskers. I, I, I was trying to real quick think of a cat joke there. Yeah. He he definitely frisked frisked her whiskers. Uh yeah. So there's a I, lot to not like. It's hard to put a label on it. Yeah. Okay, so you're not gonna like it if you don't like anything shocking. Just outright. Like you get offended by anything, you're gonna fucking hate this movie. Um also, there's stuff that didn't age well. The racist caricature puppets did not age well. The rape scene did not age well. Uh, I mean, I, 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 again, you're not supposed to. You're supposed to cringe at these. Like the the goal is to get you to cringe. You know, and this, it's a it's a mission accomplished. You know, uh, a Michael Scott sort of dialed to like fifteen, right? Like the goal is to make you go like, <laughs> oh god, I'm so uncomfortable with that um but i think that that sort of like that cringe sort of enhanced over the years um with a certain with certain aspects of this the mass shooting scene you know challenging in light of recent years right again this movie was made in 1989 mass shootings were less common so probably a lot easier to watch in 1989 because the context wasn't there right so yes this movie difficult to watch for various reasons i've just described i think the other two things that pale in comparison to what i've just described issues i take with the movie the pacing is terrible it the movie drags pretty bad um, it does and then the, the sort of lighting and depiction of the movie is very grainy old smoky and it it can be difficult to watch especially for somebody who is used to a sort of like more modern color palette and editing style yeah there were there were scenes where i kind of struggled to like understand what the physical comedy was you know i would also argue that the dialogue is very hard to understand i am a subtitler i i put subtitles on pretty much everything i watch mainly because i have severe adhd i have trouble focusing so if i can see what is being said then I don't have to listen quite as hard. Because they are puppets, and because of how this is filmed, I would say a lot of it is hard to understand from an audio perspective. A lot of it could be mixed better, a lot of it could be uh, edited so that the audio is a little bit more discernible. Some of the one-liners lose a little bit of their luster when you can't understand what they're saying. Yeah, that's a good point. So uh, there were several quotes in this movie that I misquoted as a result of not being able to understand what the actors were saying because there are some scenes in which the actors are in a full costume and it is a person in a suit as opposed to a Muppet. Speaking of which, are we? Re- uh, do we want to move into quotes? Are we, we Lur Dern with this? I, I think, think so. we're Lur Dern with the okay. uh, the book uh, of Wands. Who wants to? Who wants to kick us off? All right. Um, I've got two this week. First one, the fly buzzing around says, uh, ca- "Care to uh, join me for lunch?" Uh, he's referring to the feces that he's just gobbling up. And I thought that that was a very poignant 
moment in the movie. What do you think that represented? Like, what, what was the metaphor there? Well, come with me as I consume shit. <laughs> and I was sitting on this couch, and I felt like he was talking to me. Yeah. Come with me. Eat shit. And watch this movie. <laughs> the, the, the follow Come up, with me and eat shit. The follow-up to that, uh, <laughs> that, that particular line of dialogue is, Mmm, carrots! Because he's eating the shit of Harry the Hare. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, just like we are watching this movie. Yep. We're consuming the shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, my other line, uh, just, just, it's like a through line here with both my quotes. Uh, this one, not from the movie, from the experience, this was Jackson just out of nowhere yelling, holy shit! <laughs> you know, there was a lot of that. Yeah. There was a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, both of my quotes are from Bletch the Walrus, who is the producer of The Feebles. And um, the first one, let's just say he was engaging in some corporeal fun. Congress? In Congress? Sexual? Sexual. <laughs> Conjugal. Uh, yeah, he was doing something like that. And the horizontal tango. I... The beast with two backs. <laughs> you, went, you went full fucking like sports announcer on us there. <laughs> the beast with two backs. <gasps> Ricky Bobby! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he was engaging in some sexual Congress. With another animal, let's say. The cat. And didn't get to... Uh, Culminate. Yeah, didn't didn't get to cross the finish line. Consummate? Uh, no, he consummated. That is a fact. He just didn't um, constabulate. That's not a word. I made that up. I like it, though. <laughs> but we're going to use it. It fits. Uh, it's and descriptive. He goes, and he goes, oh, shit, I was just about to pop my cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny... Because it's a puppet making a sexual reference. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I'll level with you. That's that's true. It's, okay. It's uh, it's okay. A, an undisputed law of the universe. Ah. It's ba- it basically goes quantum mechanics. Puppets making sexual references. The end. That's, okay. That's <laughs> the that's the third law of thermodynamics. It I is. Believe. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the second quote of I've got... Pervodynamics? Pervodynamics. By the way, again with the merch, Pervodynamics, and we would have all of our laws. Uh, so my second quote is from the same guy, after they have driven through an entire whale, and this is how I know it's a whale, is he goes, I've got to change my suit, I'm covered in ambergris. <laughs> ambergris is a fun aspect of uh, whale digestion. That is oftentimes used in the base of the finest perfumes. Yes. And you can find ambergris washed up on many beaches around the world, the more you know. Uh, so. I have several quotes, one of which comes from Sebastian, the director. says, you've been overeating, talking to Heidi, the hippo. And she goes, no, I haven't. There's black forest cherry in your cleavage. Uh, yeah, this scene takes place after she discovers that Mr. Bletch has been a lech and is sleeping with the other members of the talent. I was kind of hoping that the last part of what you were going to say was going to rhyme with etch, but go ahead. No, you're fine. You're doing fine. You're doing fine. We can't all be winners. (laughs) 
So, <laughs> my next quote, Mr. Bletch is on the golf course with his caddy? Posse. Yeah, posse. Posse would be a good word. Trevor the Rat, mm-hmm. as well as... Mad um, Dog 2020. Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> the Barry the Bulldog and Lewis who is another rat who coincidentally gets mm. dissolved by Borax. Um, oh, was he a rat? He was a rat. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know what he was. He, yep. he was kind of a funny looking... It was rather ambiguous, but I saw it on the credits. Fair enough. Yeah. Lewis the rat was the caddy for the boar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking rock pig, steady, but... Pig, yeah. pig thing. There are some who call him Mr. Pig. So... The rock-steady boar Mr. Pig says, You mean they discriminate against us Scots? To which Mr. Bletch responds, No, they just don't like assholes in the clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> which was a great, like, sort of zinger one-liner. Like, Fantastic. There, you would expect there to be more in this movie. There really weren't that many. That was a good one. Um, I would also like to say that I just Googled the Power Rangers villain that I'm talking about. His name is Pudgy Pig, and... Um, Oh yeah, that's right. Apt. Right, mohawk and all. Yep, yeah. mohawk and all. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yep, and they totally they totally fed him subs and he he exploded. Yep. Uh, my last quote comes from Trevor the Rat in response to Mister Bletch cornering him in the bathroom and ripping the wings off of the fly who was the pooperazzi. Mm. Um, Trevor the Rat says, "What do you know, boss?" A left-wing reporter. <laughs> That's you know what? That was a good line. Yeah, that was that was the most <laughs> clever joke in this movie. Yeah, uh, that was also hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The reference I was making earlier in this podcast when I said I'm not being political. <laughs> yep. Okay, so are we are we learning? Yeah, we ready I to, believe ready to, we are Luridurn. Are we ready to, to rate this bitch? Let's do it. Do I want to fucking hear your ratings? Oh, uh, probably not. You know what? Let's 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 start on a high note here. Colin, what did you rate this movie? <laughs> and then we'll work our way down. Then we're going to work our way down. Uh, let's see. Hmm. I'm trying to choose my rating system right now is what hmm. I'm trying to do. Okay, I'll, I'll jump in. I'll yeah, jump yeah, in. All right, you jump in. Because I've been thinking about my unit of okay, measurement okay, for a minute. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I went with a 2.1. Oh, oh, bull, bull. Oh, oh, bull, bull. bull, Let's let the viewers watch this and see what they say. (laughs) Okay, Okay. I'm going to go home and cry a little bit. There's alcohol for that. Yeah, look, it's higher than a one. Mine's not. Oh, shit. Okay, 2.1 elephant chicken hybrids. Wow. That happened. That's a good one. It did. One of the characters has some kind of Congress sexual uh with a chicken <laughs> and uh she's trying to get him up on a paternity suit and brings this like spawn of satan <laughs> like it's just it's horrifying to see the attributes of a chicken and an elephant put together that's a hell of a beak so 2.1 elephant chickens hybrids whatever uh who's who's up next who's up next i'll take next i would give this movie so i have two two systems of rating and I will let you fellers decide. I hope which. one of them is between zero and ten. So my scale is point one. Whoa. Hedgehog heroes or sodomized Sebastians? Sodomized Sebastians. Now is that metric or is that I believe it's metric, yes. 
Hoffman figures. If I have to go with a whole number, I would say a 1.5. 1.5. Okay. I'm going to go with 1.5 for you. 1.5 <laughs> Hedgehog Heroes or Sodomized I, I, Sebastian. I would like to remind you that that's lower than Brawl and Cell Block. Oh, 99. I'm fully aware. Okay. Oh wait, so you Okay, so you're saying that you I would, would watch Cell Block uh, I would watch the Brawl in Cell Block 99 over watching this movie again. Whoa. Wow. That's so telling us stuff. We've reached a new bar. Yeah. No. It's a no. low bar. No, 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 no. We all know what the bar is. We're not going to tell the audience. It's the worst bar. But there is there is a bar that's below this, and we've we've consumed it. Yep, we've, oh, we've digested it. I've definitely watched that. We, so... we it it lives in our minds and haunts us. Mm-hmm. We we watched something without recording, and we didn't record for a reason. And, and Mark that's what reminded we're about. me that I watched that movie, which I had purged out of my mind with copia, copious amounts of recreational drugs and alcohol. Yep. We also may or may not all have tattoos of said movie. It's true. We may or may not. Yes, that is a true statement. Uh, okay. I am going to give this movie a 4.8. Wow. Hmm. Squibbled Tribbles. Ooh. That's pretty good. Uh, so the scene where a barrel goes rolling down one of the backstage alleys, uh, squishes all the tribbles, as Jackson had mentioned previously. Those are our Squibbled Tribbles. I like it. I like it. Squibble Tribbles. Uh, okay. So, I think we're learning. Yeah. That is all for the All Crap Review. Thank you for listening. If you have any ideas for movie reviews, email us at three, that is the number three, men and a basement at gmail.com. Please do not forget to check out uh, the new tour that's coming out soon. Uh, Squibble Tribbles is opening up for Retinal Tattoo. And Retinal Tattoo is really, I mean, like, so the drummer and the bassist of Retinal Tattoo are the same from... Norwegian Sex Dungeon. The drummer's the same as Norwegian Sex Dungeon. I was thinking of... Who was in Bad Onion again? That, that was just you, buddy. That was uh, that was right. just that was just Mark. Bad Onion was the one-man yeah. show. Yes. I'm trying to get it to, D- to Just demonstrating. Trying to, oh, oh trying we to know s- you're trying to get it to I'm spread. I'm trying to spread the onion, you know? The the onion has bloomed. There's so many layers, though. It's wafting. It's, have you ever cried? You want to cry? Go see Bad Onion, opening for Retinal Tattoo and Squibble Tribbles. It will change you, not for the better. Uh, like a diaper. It will change you like a diaper. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. And until then, I am Colin McLeod. Mark Holt. Action, Jackson. And uh, we'll see you in cyberspace. Shigadaboo. <laughs> <laughs>